0: Child, you got me with this one, girl. Look, I am not the one for waxing. I promise you. Whether it's waxing your eyebrows or waxing your part, you feel me? I don't know nothing about waxing, but I do know there's people out there that child loves to wax themselves. Okay? They love waxing, and I've have heard you guys that it's better for you to wax. All right? So it's all about self care and self love, and without any of that, it's. Definitely, you got to get more information to be able to know how to self-love yourself. Okay, so I want really to got an expert coming out of Philadelphia, a mother of boys. You know how that goes for all you mothers out there. A mother of boys by the name of Raya Lequay is going to come give us some more inspiration and some more information, you hear me, behind the waxing aesthetic. So make sure you guys dive in and follow. Let's get it. Let's go. hey what's good what's going on everybody you already know who this is and it's definitely your favorite soul for child Uh, yeah yeah so y'all come back to us again at the peg podcast that's positive energy generations we're positive for life and we'll continue to choose the positivity through the negative because we already know negativity gonna happen but what people don't really contemplate on is how to how to find the positivity in it so we're showing you guys not only how to find the positivity but how to continue to uplift yourself push forward whether you're a business owner an artist a cook whatever you are we're going to continue to help you push towards your dreams by giving you encouragement and your flowers while you're alive and you never guess when i'm in my bag who i got coming on i got a strong lady here, a strong woman of not only a mother but she's a business owner. Oh man, I'm telling you, she has the cra- the craziest business that most people would be like, "Oh my gosh!" But for all the women out there that loves the waxing, that's really loves taking care of their body, self care. Hey, I had to reach in my bag, get the one and only Raya LaQuay in the vicinity with Kitty on call. Uh, How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Good. Bless, bless to be on with you. It's amazing. And now, uh, you're a mother from Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Yeah, man. How, how's the weather out there in Pittsburgh?
1: We're actually having some good weather. Usually it goes from like summer to straight winter. We're getting a little bit of, I don't even know what this is today, but it's... <laughs> <And then> this- <laughs> one thing about Pittsburgh, it could be summer, winter, fall, spring, all in one day. Oh, man. As of right now, we're getting, I'll say, like, it kind of feels like spring, springish.
0: Well, not, not too cold, not too warm, kind of like in that perfect weather. Perfect weather. Hey, that's what's up. So shout out to Pittsburgh, man. I love Pittsburgh, by the way. Never been. Here, so go have a oh, show yeah. one day. Come On to Pittsburgh and visit Pittsburgh. Got to, got to. And you also with the Kitty o Pretty. You specialize in waxing. And like I said, yeah. it's all about body care, self-care. You're the founder of another profit called Pretty Talk University, as well as the host of Pretty Talk. So today we're gonna call this segment Pretty Talk. You know what I'm saying? We're going to dive into it. <laughs> we're going to dive into it, and we're going to get to know uh, Rae on the Quay a lot more and what she has to offer when it comes to Pretty Talk and Kitty on Pretty, okay? So why did you decide to get into, um, you know, the aesthetic services, specializing in waxing? You know, let's start there.
1: Um, Actually, when I first got into the aesthetic life, um, I was selling lipstick. and. Mm-hmm. That was called beauty and the lips. I was selling lipstick and um it kinda like took off and I didn't I didn't start selling lipstick to sell lipstick. I started selling lipstick because I would take a picture, people would always compliment the lipstick. I'm like, oh, a no lipstick. All right, cool. So I'm selling lipstick. And I'm like, okay, how can I do bigger things with lipstick or in the beauty industry? Like how can I do this? So I looked into the beauty industry, and I'm like, okay, well, what do I, I was also always into my skin, so, or I was getting compliments on my skin, so again, I'm like, well, if you're always getting compliments on your skin, boom, okay, then you can go to, you can become an esthetician, and you won't even have to do a lot, you're, you just get to learn, like, all of that, and then you're a walking canvas, I'm like, okay, there's another thing I can just do naturally on my own, just me being me, and then first went into it I went into doing like wanting to learn more about facial because that's what I was into but when it was time for us to you know model or time for us to like okay who wants to be a model for people to learn how to wax a lot of the women were shy and that kind of did something to me like I didn't like the fact that you know we're all women why are we afraid right to you know be a model so I was all for but then, then there was people who didn't want to see it. I'm like we're all women you know what I mean right. like it's part of the beauty industry. So at, at that moment, I'm like, you know what? I'll be the change in that. I'm comfortable around women. I'm comfortable with, with my naked body. So it's was just like, let me get into waxing. So I got into waxing and I started to love waxing more than the facials because I also was able to be me. I'm a talker. I love to talk, I love to get to know people. I love people. So I'm like, the facial, you know, you gotta be quiet. They're sitting back, relaxed. That's not me. I like to hear music. <laughs> I want to talk. Let's talk. You know what I mean? Sorry. Like that's the waxing is more of my vibe. It's more. It's more me. So I got into waxing for for those reasons. Like I want to be the person that women can come to and feel completely comfortable with being a woman. Like we are women. I'm I'm a woman. You're a woman. We go through right. things the same. You know what I mean? So, and if not the same, we can help each other. So it's just that was important to me. So I, I was like, well, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna finish this aesthetic, but I'm gonna get into waxing for those reasons, so.
0: All right, and um, that's actually a good thing, because like you said, you, you saw a moment where women were being kind of shy, um, not only showing their body, but being confident in showing their body and um, that actually, when you said that, it reminds me of when Dove first came out, um, the company Dove, when they start marketing, um, people would, they would market verses on like, this is your body type or this is your body type. And now if you look at Dove, it's all type of bodies, all type of shades and colors that's being promoted. So when you think about Kitty, um, Pretty, and you think about what you're doing, it's on that level. You're showing people to, to be confident in their skin, love who right. they are and as women cool. we shouldn't be we shouldn't be scared right
1: right huh? like this is who you are i always said like it's kitty on pretty um being confident in your naked body and that is important because it's like who you are know, naked body is who you are you're raw. like yeah. this is you you know and if you can accept that then can't nobody tell you a goddamn thing like okay well i already know i had like me a lot of a lot of women They're very, like, shy or very, I feel like they don't embrace their stretch marks. And it's like, oh, I got stretch marks. That means that I'm, you know, gaining weight. No, stretch marks are just, it's part of our body. Like, embrace. I love my stretch marks. Like, absolutely love them. I love them. And it's just like, we're always told, it's like our our natural things about us and our natural things about our body are kind of always being, like, shamed on. Like, no, embrace those stretch marks. Love those you might have to put some oil or some lotion on them to give them a, little right? shadow, them a little, like something. But other than that, like embrace, that's, that's you. That's who you are. Embrace
0: that, so. yeah, Every being, being proud of every part of who you are. And that goes back to the vulnerability. You know, a lot of people don't like others seeing their vulnerable side. And weight is a vulnerable side. Um, how you feel, how you look is a vulnerable side. Color is a vulnerable side. Even if you think about the topics that we are, people debate on such as religion and politics those are vulnerable vulnerable topics that most people can't face without emotions right you know so the fact that you're you're stepping out there facing that type of controversy of, okay this is my body okay there's some doubt and shameful and you are showing people how to actually be confident in themselves and showing women that this is who you are and without accepting who you are and then we don't know you you know you don't know you so i you appreciate you Right. I think it's a great thing that you're doing. Um, What would you say is the mission behind Pretty or Kitty on Pretty? You know, you talked about the body shaming and how you wanted to change that, change how we look at our body. So, what would you say creating Kitty on Pretty would be? What was that mission?
1: Um, It's just confidently and strongly, confidently, lovingly, you are in your naked body. That's my mission. Um, And that's what I want all women. And when I say all women, I'm even talking about kids. Um, something that like, kind of bothers me is when we're younger, it's like when we talk about being naked, it's always like, ooh, don't talk about that. That's, that's again, who you are. Like, this is who yeah. you are. Raise who you are. At a younger age, you won't be so lost in who you are as you're getting older. If all your life, or not even all your life, if you're younger, if at your younger age, you're told kind of like the... You know, don't really look at this and don't really look at that. When you told her you didn't have that time to really like get to know your body, like you didn't grow with your body because you're always told not to look at it or not to True. Don't talk about that. Like, well, these are growing, this is growing. And then, you know, you get a t- you become a teenager and it's just like, what you get that little, it, I mean, to me, it's not little. This is my body, you know? So it's just like, I'm very big on that. And, and I think that plays a big role in who you are. Grow, like as you grow up and as you become a woman, because if you lack in areas of confidence, there are things that can come about and come your way that you might not make those decisions if you were confident in this in this part of life. Like you have to be confident in who you are first. That's first. There's nothing else that can, that's first. So I'm just very big on that. So my mission is definitely for women, young girls, love who you are. Because then if you, let's say temptation come about, can't nobody tell you, you know, you should do this because you're this age or you should do that because they're all it or, you know what I mean? Like, no, this is my body. I love, I, I get to decide what goes on here. I do what I want. You know what I mean? So that's definitely my mission. And that confidently being at the beginning of that statement, I mean that because you have to, you have to do it like that. You have to do it confidently. You have to confidently love your body as a naked.
0: Can't do it the other way. Like you really can't. So that's definitely my mission. And I, I love that. You know, um, you say, when you said women, you not just talk about women, but you talk about younger girls, teenagers, um, girls coming up in the world. I think that's a very important topic because I have, a, I have three daughters and they're all different sizes. Um, two is six and one is nine. And one is skinny, one is itty. I call it itty bitty, cause she's itty bitty. And you right. can't tell her nothing in the world. She thinks she has the biggest butt in the world and she has none. <laughs> and then my uh, oldest one, she's skinny. So I call her long legs, that's all she is. And then the other one I call it thicker. That's, that's the youngest one. And what I realized like, she's thicker, but she has more, um, which like you said, she's, she's more, uh, Am I ugly? Am I fat? Am I, you know? And it's not that it's, it's what she's hearing at home when she goes to school and she's with uh, different girls and more and more aesthetic, more different cultures. But she's looking at them and saying like, well, they're talking about me because my big. they're talking about me because she's more filled out. And it's not even that I would tell all the time, it's not that you're big, you're not big, you're the perfect size for you. It's just we're all different shape and size. So maybe I grow a little faster than she does. You know, it's what we call growth spurts. So what you're doing is building confidence in our children because like you said, it's very much needed because we go through and we're looking at this girl over here and we see everybody being her friend, everybody liking her and now I'm being put on over here because of the size difference.
1: Right, and now I feel like with children, this is why the the youth is so important to me because I feel like when we were younger, we didn't have social media, but you did have bullying. But the difference now is you have bullying on so many levels that we're, how do we protect the kid? Okay, we protect them by confidently getting them to love who they are at a younger age so that when social media is, you know, throwing at it that they have to look like this and they have to look like that, they're stepping like, no, I don't. I gotta look like who I look like, you know what I mean? And that, that, again, was important to me because when I was younger, I went through that too. I was always the more Big girl out of my bunch of friends and it was just like um you know right you, you know you think you're because you got that big butt and I would like kind of be shy of it. and then I'm like uh-huh. comparing okay well I am you know big and my my words were bigger like I am bigger than her and bigger sounds bad when you're younger like bigger yeah. you know like you start to like okay but then I had to learn no this is who I am and how do I how do I get to a point where I'm loving this bigger? Or I'm loving that I'm this one. Or I'm loving that, okay, they all look like this, but I look like that. So what about you? And at a very young age, I had I had to make my mind up to become that. Because I was going through that. So it's like, no, I'm not about to keep being down and keep feeling like, you know, I'm the only one that look like this. No, you're right. You're the only one that look like you. So you own that. That's who you are. And don't let nobody tell you. Oh, you know, you're this or you're that or you're you got two. I don't like that neither. I hate when people say things like, Oh, you, you think you're too pretty or you think you're too cute. First right. off, there isn't no two. I can be if I wanna be a thousand of millions of the cute, then I can be a thousand of millions of the cute. Right. There's not be a stopping point in who you feel you are. Like you're too proud. No, be very proud. you get more. Like don't put a limit on who you wanna be or who you are. So I, I, I kinda like, I kinda, when I talk to young girls, I kinda talk about that. Like, don't let nobody tell you that, you know, you think you're too this, yeah, you are. Be more than, be more than two, be, be beyond. So that's important
0: to me too. And that Word. helps with self-esteem, you know, talk about confidence, but that helps with self-esteem because like I said, when they walk out the door, they know exactly who they are and you can't stir their pot by saying, well, you're fat, you're skinny, you're this and you're that. It's like, no, I love me. What about you? You know? Right. And it's, right. it's stuff love. We're teaching, like you said, when we was growing up, we didn't much have that. We didn't have a lot of examples of it either. Um, now that you look out in the music industry or even the just the world pe- period, you see more different type of women that are relatable. Um, like Lizzo, she's more relatable because she talked about right. being, being um, secured in your in your body. You know, then you also have, um, I'm not for sure what her name is, but she's a she's a young lady. Uh, she started off modeling, but she has Down syndrome. And I love that because it's super fast. She shows people like her that even though I have this, this is not hindering me. It's helping me to share my love and my life, you know? Right. And that's what you're doing. You're helping people show their love, their, their life through waxing. Uh, what would you actually say with your waxing services? What would make Kitty on Pretty different from all the other waxing services?
1: Um, me being your waxer. And I say that because I, I really am. I'm like, I just feel like I'm one of a kind of a person because a lot of the questions I'm always asked, like I guess every aesthetic, aesthetician is asked and they're always like, that's your answer. I'm like, yeah, you know, so it's like, um, I'm, I'm me. I'm me and I'm not in this industry for the money of it, I'm in it because I really love, like, I love us women, I do, I come from a strong woman, I come from a woman that went through a lot of things and I didn't even know, mm-hmm. so it's like, and I love that about her because you protected me from something that I probably wouldn't even know how to, you know, I probably wouldn't be who I am now. Right. So it's very important to me and it's like, um, I want other women to be able to be like that too. So, I mean, I
0: don't know. I don't, I don't know. I guess it's like, it's like all the basketball players. There's so many basketball players out there that can do and shoot threes and do, but there's only one Michael Jordan. There's only one Kobe. Right. There's right. only one, you know, um, doing way. So I guess there's just that personality and characteristic of who you are and the dedication that you put behind it is what makes it different. And um, hearing you talk about it and the passion that you bring behind it, you can tell it's more than just a career for you. It's like you said, it's a mission, it's a life purpose. Um, And I like that, I really do, because it let people know that you care. I did. Other than just creating another services that's going to benefit their pocket, you're you're not only doing that, but you're creating the services that's going to help you with your mental, your physical realm, you know, the way you look at things, the way you look at people. And if you can take somebody confidence and push it off the roof, I'm telling you, it's gonna be like a domino effect. If they're gonna share that forever, so um, I appreciate you and I'm proud of you for actually taking that because not many people would pick that over money. Right. You
1: know? Listen, I always get like I was going to school for nursing. I was going to nursing school. I didn't agree with the mission. I didn't. I didn't agree. It was just like this isn't the purpose here like I didn't agree with it like I I just felt like I had a, I had a way bigger purpose behind me than being a nurse and I felt like waxing was the way to become that like I, I, I got to learn you know different type of women and I got to realize and see that like you know you can't judge and I've never been the type to judge at all but I was able to see like this is why you don't judge right. because you, No, and you know things like that you a lot of people look at the pretty girl and they just feel like you know she don't go through anything or uh you know she's just but no and that was another reason why kitty on pretty doesn't even really have nothing to do with getting a wax it's all about that naked like you just being in your naked body and still feeling pretty about your body that's really all it was and like the word pretty always meant something to me because that's kind of what it was like a it was like, a pretty, like pretty girls get bullied too, yeah. because this pretty, and you gotta, you got people who's like, oh, you think you're too pretty, or you know, you think you're, you know, you think you're, you're and it's really like, no, you know, I am, and you don't know how to say that, and, yeah. and I want also power, you know, the girls who don't. I want to, um, I want to empower the girls who don't know how to just come out and say, you know, you're pretty. I want, I want those girls to know it's okay, it's okay because. There's something about everybody that is very pretty. Mm-hmm. Something about every, And then what you might feel is pretty about yourself. Someone might feel like the smallest thing about you is like gorgeous. And you're like, wait, what? My what? That's like, that's, you know, but it's like everybody has that prettiness about themselves. So that's important to me. And that was another mission behind it. Like um, that sisterly bond. Like, why is it that, you know, us women feel like we can't just, come out and say like you know that's pretty on you or that looks very pretty or you know she has a very pretty personality or why can't we just work together and pretty to me was always those type of girls mm. so I want I, 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 but I don't look away from or I never um, treated the girls who weren't like that in no other type of way what I did was I would try to feed them become this type of person you don't have the you know be so angry you don't have to if you want to give a compliment give it you don't have to start an argument for you to just come out and really say what's yeah. really on your mind it's okay you know so that was a that was a big thing too with the wording I'm very big on words so it all Kitty on Pretty all worked out because it was like sassy for what I do as far as waxing but then if you ever spoke to, if, when I speak about what Kitty on Pretty really means to me it all makes sense on okay why you did kitty on
0: me? so yeah. and that's that's a definitely a dedication that you have brought to to life you know um not far as showing people how to like still be confident in your skin and, mm-hmm. and own it um and it's a dedication you can tell because like i said you can see that you live this mission you live this life purpose it's not just a career for you so right. you know when you're in this grind and you said, "Hey, I'm going to put this together so women can feel empowered, they can feel encouraged, and they can have more self-love," because it's, it's a it's a dangerous world when a woman's empowered and have self-love and just have this most nurturing part of them. So you know why why did you put that dedication behind Kitty on Pretty? and say, Hey, I'm going to walk into this light so that others, you know, because this is a dedication to you. So why did you make body uh, the love of their body a dedication?
1: Um, Because I felt it was needed and I felt like um, I felt like social media was getting a grip of the young girls. and say that because like, I love the Cardi's. I love the Megan Stallions, I love the little Kims, I love love, but it's like I love them, but I also know that there's so much more, and I also know that that's just the image given for them to succeed in that area. But there's you don't have to be that to become all of you don't have to be that to be to feel like you became somebody.
0: Yeah, you can be
1: somebody who wears a sweatshirt, throws up a bun in their hair, put on some lotion, and you can still be. Just as big, just as much, just as iconic. All of that. That's why I give. I love what Lizzo's mission. You know what I mean? She's being yeah. her. And when you become and when you be yourself, you are the most powerful. And that's how you can also become all these. You know things you want to see. And I feel like in our culture, they have put this image out because we are so powerful. And I really feel like they don't want us to. They don't want us to be all powerful. It's like they only this type of and it's like no, that's the thing right here. We're all powerful. So we all need to step in our power in all different types of ways. So like that's very important to me. And like even I do things like um I'll make like stuff that's now I will say not so pretty. Like let's say the other day I made a um, banana and coffee mix. And I would like record, you know, I'll record it or whatever. Because you know, I want people to see that it's okay to look how you look in a mask and still feel pretty. Yeah. About it's okay for you know you to take pictures and not always have a filter. It's okay for you to love your skin, and that's also why like now I'm really into the product part of things because everything works hand in hand with me. Being that I'm a esthetician not only loving your body, but taking care of your body, nourishing your body, eating right, making sure your body has a natural glow to you, Um, doing things to make sure your body has a natural glow to you. I make sure I push that to my clients. I make sure I push that to people who are not my clients. I make sure I push it to men. I make sure I push it to whoever because that's very dear to me. But in my heart, and and heartly, it's the kids and it's the women because I'm a woman. Mm. And like, I'm not that type of woman who holds back from things that I feel are great for us. I didn't know anything about self-care until I became an esthetician or until I was going to school. I didn't know that you know you can wash your body in oatmeal and it'll make your skin feel so soft. And that's a big difference when you're you know rubbing on your body just the feel of how you feel and things like that. And I want our women to be educated on that. You know, My mom, she would just say, wash your face so much more than just washing your face mom what are we washing it with why is my face so dried out oh because I got this wash that has all this alcohol in it you know our skin types I didn't know nothing about none of that so uh, the, the love for that and then this the mission is just like really just making sure that our culture and women just know that Taking care of yourself is gonna elevate you to a level that you were like, you see it, that's why you, but it's just like, it's just like no other. You have to take care of yourself. You have to have self
0: care. And that starts with, the largest organ of your body is skin. The skin, yeah, it it starts, like you said, at a really young age, so once you get it now, then as you get older, it's it's become fluent, you know? And I really love that you're working with the youth. Um, You also, like, talk about your nonprofit um, that you have and Pretty Talk, that you you continue to push Pretty Talk or getting on Pretty, let people know that it's the essence of beauty that matters. And, you know, my mom would tell me all the time, Um, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So not everybody thinks Cardi B is is pretty. Not everybody thinks Beyonce is pretty because it's all about who's looking at it. But if you see yourself beautiful, like you said, and you know that you're gorgeous and you are comfortable in your skin, then how somebody else view you is, you would see is just a perspective. It's not really true. It's how they're seeing you. And they could be hidden behind insecurities of theirs. You know, I've learned that too. So you know, through this experience of um, going through it and actually become um, into the service of a waxing and become an influence behind beauty. When you do your services, have you ever ran into bad hygiene? And if you have, you know, how did you actually deal with it? Because man, some people have bad hygiene. They don't know that too. Again, I feel like it's all about the way you start. You know, when you get when you start young. So you know just because we are older it doesn't mean we grow out of those habits so what was that experience like if you have actually ran into that experience
1: I have never ran into that experience here's why you're not like in it like that like I think people 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 who are not the wax it looks very different being the person getting the wax I understand that but Uh, you're not you're not dived in like that. How you would think it is. So you're, you don't. Yes, the legs are open. Yes, but you're more up here. You know what I mean? Okay. You're, more, you're more up. So I have gotten like a whiff of like maybe. Okay, you were at the, you were at the gym or you were running around for the day. But it's never been like, whoa, hold up. Like I gotta, you gotta start over. Go stairs. Go to the bathroom. We'll start over. You know, I've never got that. No. Okay. Never, okay. And that's see, a question. You're right. That's, that's another reason why I, I want to start in the, with the youth. And I didn't want to wait until they were 18. Again, when I was younger, I would see like summer's Eve and things like that. It was always in, in our culture. It was always like, if you had that, you had a problem or you, yeah. uh, maybe you're trying to wash away, um, an STD or painful. Yeah oh, we do have pH levels, and, you know, it's just like, okay, so if your pH is off, there is water that balances. that. It's so many things that, like, our culture just did not have no clue about. So the things that were good for us, it was kind of like, eh, no, no, yeah. no. Nah. You know, so it's like, same with Dove. I love Dove soap. Yes, I do, but Dove has a lot of alcohol, it does. which dries your skin out. So it's like, Everything's not good for everybody, but we only look for one thing that is like the only thing that's ever tied. And it's like, no, if you know things about skin, you would know if you have a household of four, let's say, there's a possibility that one person is not going to use that same soap. But here yeah. she's breaking out, not understanding why she's looking like this, everybody's looking like that. Because, baby, that's not the soap for you. But if that's all we know, that's all we know. All my mom knew was the soap that her mom used and her mom only used one soap. So it's like, okay, but now you got myself, my little sister, my mom in the house. But if I got sensitive skin and she doesn't, I can't use what she used. So we have to be educated on things at a younger age. I never understood that. Like, again, I think it's our culture who does it a lot. Yeah. Tell, tell me when you find out, tell me when we're young that, oh, okay, this helps with that. Don't wait until, oh, I'm gonna wait till she's ready. I'm gonna wait till she has the conversation if we know it why not just let them know now so that when that time comes or what if we're not around when the time comes and they really need to do this one thing that we know needs to be done yeah. okay now so i'm prepared so and I only speak off experience like my mom i was very sheltered and she did that to me as a woman like my mom didn't have that initial let's sit down and talk about sex sex talk to me it was just more so one of them things like you know if you have sex you're going to have babies and i was just <laughs> Yeah. like it wasn't more there wasn't more to that it was just like yeah. just what it is you know so at times you know you become curious like okay well if that's all it is and i had a mom who took care of her kids so i'm like and she had a daycare in the house so i didn't really think of the kids being scared to me and i'm the oldest oh i can handle this you know that's how my mind was my mom didn't tell me oh but when kids come bills and they're they, they're expensive and you gotta bet them this you gotta, it was just you'll have a baby, yeah. and I feel like we gotta start letting our youth, our young women, know things when they're younger, so that if they're not hitting these mistakes and doing all of this at such a old. I want to say older age, but like let them be aware of things that's gonna come to them before it comes to them. And yeah. I, I just speak of experience. Not everybody experienced what I experienced, but I didn't experience a lot. So it was just like, when things started to happen as an adult, I'm like, oh, I didn't know about this as a woman, and I didn't know about that. It's like, okay, mom, why don't we have this conversation? Oh, cause I mean,
0: you never... Right, but if you would've told me, you know, I
1: would've probably, so. Right,
0: right, and there's so many people out here like that, kids, like you said, so. What if there's children right now, teenagers, young girls that are listening to what you said and they feel very relatable, they feel like, you know, um, they're not understanding their body and how to actually work with it. How could they actually get in touch with you and be able to talk to you more, vent to you more, you know, especially if their mother isn't the type of mother where they can go ask those questions?
1: Um, I'm always, always, always open for anybody DM me and on my Instagram, which is kitty on pretty underscore. Um because I was that girl like my body went through a lot of changes um in middle school I, and in elementary school I was a little stick okay little boy flat chested I was yeah. a little and then I was um like even more stickier in middle and in, in, in like the end of middle school and then around high school I started to like get thick um every and then I had my kids I, and it, you know now I'm this size and I'm smaller and I'm I was all types of sizes. So it was just like um, each time though, I just embraced who I was. I didn't let nobody say, oh, well, you just just you look that. No, each time I just embraced my new, because yeah. what I understand is change is something that never stops. And that's what anything in life. So if your body is changing, you just embrace that change and you admire that change and you accept it, you love it for what it is, and you just ride with it. Now, I, if you are, If you are having changed sizes or you know, size differences because of like health problems, yes, get the help for that. But if it's just like bodily natural changes, no, you embrace and you love all of who you are because you're never gonna stop really growing. You're not gonna your body's gonna keep evolving changing. So don't, you know, don't look down upon it. No, this is who you're becoming. And you wanna look at it like that. Look at it as I'm becoming a woman. Don't look at it as oh, I'm this now and i'm that no this is it's part of growth and growth it feels a little funny and it feels a little scary but growth is very important to life so yeah, go is. through changes go through it and really like you know grow through it and you will learn to love your body because you'll start to be like oh
0: i remember when i you know and this remind me yoga. I appreciate that because people, we need that. Like you said, it's our culture and we're not educated. So you are being the the example of education behind our body and people definitely need this. So you guys definitely tap in with her. I love the mission. I love everything you're about. Um, And people definitely need this word, you know, so if you're listening and then you feel very relatable, this is for you. And and if nobody told y'all today, yesterday, the day before that they love you, know that Char loves you from the PG podcast. Know that Rhea Laquay loves you. I love you. <laughs> yeah, and you know, That's um, say that said one more time. That said, I love you. Know that. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I got okay. one final question with uh, Rhea. If you had to be a gynecologist colleges or a wax services that you are today, which one would you actually pick?
1: I would be a waxer.
0: Yeah, it's the smells for you.
1: <laughs> that. That's